Welcome to the Travel and Beyond podcast with me, Daisy Ayres. Come with me on this incredible journey as I share my experience of immigrating from the UK to Australia and everything life throws at me in between. Join me for candid conversations, unfiltered advice and moments of laughter as we shine a light on the highs and lows of this adventure. Hello and welcome back to the Travel and Beyond podcast with me, Daisy Ayres. This is the episode that I've been waiting to record that I've wanted to be able to share since I started my podcast. I can finally say that we have been invited to apply and we have now actually lodged our application. This is a day that honestly felt like it was never going to come. When I read out my timeline, it's not going to feel like it was that long. But when you're living it each day, it does. And I think the thing that's the hardest is you never know when it's going to come. I think the thing that made this more tough and challenging was that there's so many unknowns and there still is. I know that there still is, but we're one step closer and it is just feels like a miracle. So as you guys know, we put our expression of interest in at the end of May, our first ones. So we were then waiting. We got our invite finally at the end of October. So that's like June, July, August, September five months pretty much that we were sitting and waiting without being able to do anything so we were unfortunate that we passed our skills assessment and had the documents ready for the expression of interest pretty much when all the states started to close and we honestly thought okay they're going to close and they'll reopen around August time that just didn't happen well they did open but they weren't sending invites so we had put an expression of interest in for New South Wales WA, Queensland, South Australia, and a 189. And it just felt like nothing was happening, honestly. So end of August came, nothing. Month of September, pretty much nothing. I think maybe towards the end of September, there were some invites for WA. They were for all people that are already onshore residing in WA. So my hopes were slipping away that we'd be able to get an invite for WA because they had said you know, quite clearly that they would prioritise people already living in the States. That was like, okay, that's annoying, but I understand. Then there was South Australia, and they had said they were going to prioritise construction. So we had sort of thought, okay, maybe South Australia will be a good option. Queensland construction was on the list, but people had told us Queensland is so competitive. They give out very few invites to construction workers. It's really unlikely that you'll get an invite from Queensland. So wasn't very helpful, you know, hopeful there. And then there was New South Wales who also had said they weren't going to be prioritising construction workers. So that was a bit like, okay, this isn't looking good. Victoria, not prioritising construction workers. So if I'm being honest, I went into like quite a negative headspace of thinking this might not happen this year. This actually, we could be waiting another tax year until we even get an invite. But I remember waking up this morning and it did become a bit of a healthy obsession. I'm not going to lie that I was going on to the down under centre group daily to see whether any invites had been received. And it almost was like a form of like torture. And I'll never forget. I went on there this one morning in October And I saw that a carpenter had been invited, but they had less points than us. And this completely like shocked me. And I just was, I was gutted. I was so gutted. I actually cried 
I just was like, why isn't it? Why haven't we got an invite? We've got more points than these people. And I mean, it's hugs. You're like, I'm happy for them. And you do get happy for people when their journey are moving along because you understand how they feel. But selfishly, I was also like, why have they got an invite and not us? What have they got that we haven't? And anyway, it transpired that South Australia were actually, rather than prioritising by points, you were actually getting prioritised based on the years of experience that you had in your skills. So even though, for example, in this case, we had more points than this person, they had more years experience than us in the carpentry field, which is why they got the invite. So again, understood that, but it was just another knock of thinking, oh my God, are we ever going to get an invite? Because now this is another hurdle that we need to cross. And we are in the lowest bracket of years of experience. We're in the three to five year bracket. So it was just another thing where I was like, this isn't looking good. You know, we were advised that pretty much all of the states have had their visa numbers reduced this tax year by 70 to 75%, depending on the state. And I was like, oh my God, this could actually not happen. And I kind of had to like have a stern word on myself and put it, try and put it to the back of my mind and kind of think you know if it's meant to be it will happen it will happen when the time is right it's completely out of my control there's nothing that I can do to you know speed this process up it's in someone else's hands and that's is what it is Aaron went to work one morning and I was getting ready it was probably about 7 30 and he started ringing me and I thought that's weird he only left about 10 minutes ago and obviously your mind goes to hope there hasn't been an accident or something's happened so yeah answered the phone and he said I really wanted to be with you in person to tell you this but I've got some news and I'd managed don't ask me how or some sort of bloody miracle I'd managed to actually put the visa to the back of my mind and um I didn't even think about the visa I was like okay what like what could it possibly be and he was like I've just had a call from Jenny and we've got an invite and he was shouting I was like no I went into complete and utter shock and disbelief. I was like, you're winding me up. There's no, we haven't. He was like, we have, I promise you we have. She's had an email this morning. We've got an invite from Queensland. I was like, no, shock again. I couldn't believe it. I never thought in a million years we would get an invite from Queensland, which is the most competitive state, the state that we want to go to the most. I was honestly, I jumped on the bed I was running around the house screaming I couldn't believe it I was it was like something you know like from a film but my body just went out of control I was just never felt like excitement like it in my life it I kind of had to like pinch myself just didn't feel real so on a side note god knows what the hell I'm gonna do when I get that visa grant but it was just the best news ever so obviously process that information it it was honestly like a miracle so yeah it was just the happiest day ever the best news ever Jenny then sent over all of our information so Jenny is the migration agent that we're using through the Down Under Centre she is amazing she's so efficient she knows she answers every question that you you have um we couldn't have got this far without her and yeah, we got the information from Jenny and we had to provide some more additional information. And this is just for Queensland. So, and this is for the 190 visa. So I'm not here to say this is for any other state. If it's a different visa type, then it might be different. 
as I've said previously, this is talking about my own experience. I'm not an expert, but we had to fill out a settlements funds form. So we had to prove that we had, I think it was 20,000 Australian dollars in, in savings um, as settlement funds. So we had to show proof of that. We had to do a commitment statement. So it was basically what research we've done, why we chose Queensland, why we want to live there, what area we want to live in, um, have, you know, like we've researched jobs, what would our budget be? And then Aaron also had to sign a commitment statement to say that he would live in, commit to living in Queensland for at least two years. And obviously we signed that, no worries at all. Um, so yeah, we had to send off that additional paperwork and then basically you that's like a pre-invite so you send off the paperwork and then you have to wait for Queensland to accept your invite basically and once they accept it that's when you can then formally lodge we were really lucky so I've got my timeline saved here we got our pre-invite to apply to Queensland on the 25th of October we submitted all of that paperwork on the 27th of October which was a Friday and then we had our invite approved on the 31st of October which was the Tuesday so it was super super quick for us I was a little bit nervous at that point because you're kind of thinking like what if I've submitted something wrong what if you know some of the paperwork isn't correct you can then have the invite refused and you can't then apply to Queensland for another six months so that weekend I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit nervous. But anyway, yeah, all came back on the 31st. And then we had to, there's a bit more paperwork that we had to send off to Jenny. Uh, it's things like, because me and Aaron aren't married, we have to prove that we're in a relationship for at least 12 months. So we had to have 12 months worth of letters. So one from every month, either a joint statement or joint letter or individual ones to the same address. And it has to be things like bank statements, phone bills, mortgage statements, you know, a wide variety of things um, to prove that you are in a relationship. So we had to submit that, like birth certificates, driving licenses. Because we were with the Down Under Centre, they have it all in their portal, really clearly labelled. And we had already arranged and uploaded most of this information. So Jenny collates everything and then she sends it to you. She sends you your draft application. You have to go through and check everything. And I'm going back a few weeks now, but I think that the page was like 48 pages long. It's a really long application and you have to, I can't stress this enough, go through that application and read absolutely everything and make sure the information put in there is correct. Obviously, you're uploading the information to the portal. Jenny was then taking that information and put it on the application form. And there could be human error. There could be things that I've done wrong. So I went through everything. The fine tooth came like three times and then confirmed back to Jenny that everything was okay. And she submits the visa. So it is at that point that you have to pay your visa fees. And then basically, you just get told that it's all submitted and you're there to sit and wait. So it was the best thing ever, like knowing that you've submitted your visa to live in Australia as a permanent resident in Queensland, your dream location, something that you've dreamed of your whole life. It was it was a feeling like no other. 
a day that I thought was never going to come and just so happy. So I want to read out our full timeline so you guys know kind of how long it took to get to this point. It's not an easy process at all. It's not for the faint hearted. So we officially started gathering all the paperwork for the skills assessment and Aaron started doing English revision on the 9th of January 2023. Aaron sat the PTE exam on the 16th of February and scored 10 points, decided to retake it on the 2nd of March and again scored 10 points. We he then booked it and sat it again on the 16th of March and passed with 20 points, which was such a great day for us as well. Because you'll remember I said in the first episode, Aaron really didn't want to do the English test. And it was such a good achievement for him to like keep going back and keep doing it. So, so proud of him for doing that. So we passed the PT on the 16th of March. We submitted all of the paperwork for the skills assessment on the 16th of February. And then we had to wait until the 27th of April to get the email back that our portfolio had passed and that we were eligible to book in for the technical interview. So the technical interview was booked in then for the 11th of May. And to be honest, we weren't waiting that long after that. It was eight days. So we got a positive skills assessment back on the 19th of May. So that was all good. We then had already started gathering the information required for the expression of interest into the client portal. So we put in our expression of interest for New South Wales and a 190 on a 189 on the 26th of May. And then we couldn't put them in for anywhere else. Then SA opened and we put that in on the 28th of July. Then WA opened, we put our expression of interest in for the 30th of August. And then Queensland opened in September and we put the Queensland expression of interest in on the 13th of September. And then we received our pre-invite on the 25th of October. So looking at the timeline from putting the expression of interest in for Queensland and getting the invite, it was only like five, six weeks. So that part was actually really quick. But what felt like long was waiting for the skills assessment to come back because that was like two months, just over two months. And then obviously we put our first expression of interest in at the end of May and never received anything till the end of October. So that part did feel like quite long. Um, but yeah, it's so, so over the moon, just the best, the best no one else like people going through this experience will remember the feeling I don't think I'll ever forget that day or the feeling of getting that invite and um, now what we've done the next stage is we have just sent off for our police checks so you do need to get police checks for any country that you've lived in for more than 12 months so for us it's obviously the UK and Australia you have to fill in quite a lot of information actually you have to have um all of your addresses from the past 10 years, that was quite hard for us because obviously we've traveled around a lot in the last 10 years. So we had to put all of our addresses in Australia. And if you've ever been arrested, charged, you have to put in the information from those arrests and what you were charged with as well. Um, so yeah, we sent our police checks off and that is to get a police certificate, obviously to prove that you are of good character. I 
from what I've read, what we have done for the health check is like a full body examination. So we have to supply our medical records and then you get a chest X-ray, a urine sample, a blood test. And I think they just talk through if you've got any medical conditions, you know, what impact does that have on your life? What medication do you take? Uh, fortunately, Aaron and I don't have any ongoing medical conditions where we have, you know, like ongoing medication needed or anything like that. So unless something comes up in the blood test or the urine sample that we don't know about, again, we should be all good with our health checks. And then that's everything done, really. Then it's just a case of sitting and waiting. So we're really hoping that we get the approval, obviously, as quick as we can. We're going to aim to hopefully go over there next summer. So we want to go in June or July, but it all depends on um, the visa approval, selling our house. So, yeah, we have got to sort Pepper out as well, which I'm going to do another episode about the the process for Pepper. And we've just put our house on the market this week. So if anyone listening wants to buy my house, please do, because we really want it to sell and we want to be able to go over there with no ties. So that is another big step for us. It feels really weird, actually, when we had the photos done and then when I saw it online, it it felt weird. I didn't think it would. I think I thought I'd just be like buzzing because it's on the market. But it feels weird. And I think it will feel weird the day that we move out because it's like an end of an era. We don't own a house in the UK anymore. It kind of, it sounds stupid because I've applied for the visa and we've been talking about this for so long. But when the house went on the market, it kind of felt like this is real and this is happening. And yeah, it's a good feeling. It's exciting, but it's also weird. Uh, keep you guys posted with that so that's our next big thing to do is to get the house ready to sell and start to sort pepper out so i will come on and do an episode about pepper and she will feature because it's actually going to be a bit of a more challenging journey for her so i'm going to like keep you guys posted with that as well but yeah i just wanted to come on and tell you where we're at and share our exciting news that we have applied and i will be back on with you guys soon with another update Thank you for listening and don't forget to follow me on TikTok and Instagram handle. It's at Travel and Beyond Co. See you guys soon.